Hey, 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 everybody. <laughs> What's up? Welcome back to You Buggin' Podcast with yes, Nubia. Yes, And this is Reggie. So, first of all, happy Black History Month. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. Happy Black History Month. Um, it's definitely uh, an, an, an interesting year. Um, I, I feel like last year was, it was pretty crazy as far as like racial tension. So I, I'm curious to see how this Black History Month would fare out. But yes, yes. Happy Black History Month. Um... Are we going to do how our week was? you want to talk about the week or should we just... Right, right, totally. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, that's like one of my favorite segments before mm-hmm. we even get into all he that. He uses this as like a journal, basically. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, but so I, I, you're right. Like, before we even get into the topics that we have for you guys today, you know, I was just wondering how your week was. I have an idea of how your week was, but... <laughs> my week was great. It? Like I say, I mean, I, I'm pretty routine. I um, go to school, go to work. Do my thing when I'm not in work and school. It was a great week. No complaints. All right. No doubt. No doubt. And if you guys wonder why we sound a little flustered, I, I also came late. Look, so. I don't sound flustered. Speak right. for yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. So but he's then, trying to he's trying to take me down with him. Uh, the, he came I, in late and is mean. now trying to say we sound flustered. Right. 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 You got it. You got it. You got it. But uh, <laughs> good way to cut the tension. But yeah. No. Um. Uh, <laughs> but my week was pretty cool. Uh, you know, just played. Uh, I think I told you about uh, this game last week, guys. Um, this game called Anthem. Literally you just sure played did. that. Yeah. Yep, freaked out on that. I actually also been playing Kingdom Hearts three. So I don't know if you know, like Kingdom Hearts two came out about twelve years ago. So they literally just released an, uh they just released the next part um Kingdom Hearts 3 so that's been like a big thing in like the gaming community so I've just been playing that like you know what's so interesting about like content that we loved like back in the day than us like looking at it now like have you ever watched a movie like a favorite movie that you loved back in the day and you're like how did I like this shit sort of yeah right. I mean I I mean most of the movies I liked as a kid I still like now, but I am watching it with different eyes. I'm I'm an adult now, and I guess some of the, maybe not some of the movies, but maybe like some of the shows, like obviously like cartoon shit. Like I couldn't watch it now, but I get it. Like now, it may not seem as lit as right. it did before. Exactly. Yeah, and and I I feel like that's exactly what I'm going through with um, Kingdom Hearts. Like not to harp on it for too long, but like you know, Kingdom Hearts is very oh you know friendship. Yeah. Wins the day, you know, the power of love and friendship, and we'll defeat the darkness and That's all this. That's still shit. relevant to that. I mean, it's look, relevant. I would say now more than <laughs> when we were five. <laughs> I know, but I guess they just I get it, imp- they just implement it in a way. It's just so it's corny. cheesy. Yeah. It is just like literally, and, and I'm playing this shit, and I'm like, bruh, like kill myself. Oh my god, it's so. This, see, and this is why you need friendship and love because you're talking about killing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So, but but besides that, I guess that would be like the you know the highlight, just you know just playing that mm-hmm. and just uh, you know pretty much chilling and working. So can't complain though. Cool. But yeah, but um, as we were saying, guys, you know we have a really really action packed episode for you guys today. Obviously, we alluded to it, but we're going to talk about you know Black History Month, and then after that, we're going to talk about um, another person that's in Black History. Uh, hopefully, mm. that was a good that was a good uh, <laughs> that was a good segue. Twenty One uh, Savage, because <laughs> uh, this nigga's wilding. We're going to get into Bow Wow and some of um, our V-Day celebration and some of our, you know, um, things that we're going to do for our specific partner. It's going to be a pretty wide discussion. So, yeah. So, um, I guess starting out, um, I don't know, Nubia, like, do you do anything specifically for Black History Month? Or? No, just stay black, I guess. I mean, like, what stay would black. you? What would one do? Um, 
Not I mean, particularly. I mean, I um, I just celebrate. I mean, like I guess on my IG, I like post a bunch of pictures of black people, but I feel like I do that year round. I mean, um, I'm like a. It's like so asking me that question is kind of like people already know. Like Black History is like my life. <laughs> so specifically, no, I don't throw like a Black History party, but like. I do, like, retweet stuff I see. Like, people during Black History Month will tweet, like, facts. Like, Black History facts. Like, on this day, this person invented this. Or So I, like, definitely... For me, it's less about the education and educating the people because that's what books are for. And I encourage everyone to read <laughs> um, in life. So for me, it's just more about celebrating. So, like, I like to, like find pictures of, like, people from the past that I admire, post them, and, like, I don't know. I like vintage photos as well, though. So, like, on Instagram, Black History Month is cool because I find vintage photos of, like, Langston Hughes and, like, people who you hear about but you don't really see their pictures. Like, mm. there's this one picture of Harriet Tubman who is, like, everybody's main Black History person. But right. So, obviously, back in the day, the pictures looked very different. But they found this picture of her. I think it's the one where she's sitting in front of this, like, tree. And she was pretty old when this picture was taken, and they somehow colorized it, and it looks so crazy. Mm. Like, kind of scary, but also just cool, because obviously this was taken, like, a long, long time ago. But mm. it's just so interesting to see these people. Right. Um, um, you know, you, you mentioned pictures. I, I think of two in particular. Uh, you, you know that picture of MLK where he's... Where, Clearly, you guys can't see me, but I'm, I'm performing in front of Nubia. Like, where he's like this, like his hand is all out. Like, mm -hmm. he about to drop the, the hottest mixtape of, like, 2019. Well, mm -hmm. he, he died in 1968. Ooh, that was a, that was a terrible joke. But, uh, yeah. Uh, um, but, yeah, you, you saw that picture? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that, that was, like, pre pretty interesting. Um, and there's, like, an, a, another picture of um, Malcolm X where he has, like, the rifle and Near he's at the, the window. window. Yeah. yeah, so it's interesting how we could, uh, how, you know, technology can sort of... Um, repurpose pictures so we, it, it gives us a lens to look at Black History Month you know through sort of like a modern kind of thing so mm -hmm. it's interesting that you say that because that's something that I've experienced as well so right so we wanted to share with you one figure who we both well not both respectively one right. figure that we either identify with or just love so you can go first right 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 so um yeah um um, one figure that uh, my I, I guess that sort of resonated with me. It, funny enough, um, you gave me the book in high school. Mm -hmm. Look at me, just <laughs> making the, the world brighter. Uh, shut up. Anyway, one day at a time. Anyway, one book at a time. Anyway, the autobiography <laughs> of Malcolm X, mm -hmm. and I think that was a that was a really really that was a really really good read. And I know Malcolm X is like the the you know the, the stereotypical cliche person that people study for black history month but i don't know just in, in this day and age i feel like some of his teaching is very relevant because i find that a lot of the conversations that we're having right now is about economic populism it's about you know economic isolationism in a sense that you know keeping you know keeping the black dollar in the black community i don't, I don't know are you familiar with killer mike yeah the big guy yeah 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 and so he was like my wife told me to buy a car but instead I invested it. Was that him? Yeah. The, 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 he said that? Well, he did say Ooh, something about his life. Him with he, uh, I think so. I don't could know. Be, could be. But yeah. But um, you know, he he um, he actually has a, a, a special out on Netflix called 
um, trigger warning. And like the first episode, like what he's trying to do is live completely black. Mm -hmm. So anything that's not black owned, like he, he doesn't like he wouldn't use their services. Mm -hmm. So obviously you could imagine that's like super hard. Right. So one of the things that you, you talked about is how, um, you know, in the white community, the black dollar is in within the white community for about 24 days, mm -hmm. Asian community, 20 days, mm -hmm. the black community. Guess how long? Six fucking hours. Wait, so is Killer Mark your choice? Uh, no, no. Killer Mike isn't my choice. Malcolm X is my okay. choice. But I was Mal like, oh, that's different. Yeah, but no, but, you know, some of the things that Killer Mike, you know, talked about, you know, Malcolm X spoke about as well. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, just as far as, like, as I was saying, you know, having those conversations about, you know, being economically sound within the black community, I, I think Malcolm X, you know, talked about that a lot even Martin Luther King so that's uh, that's my um black person that I admire <laughs> for Black History Month oh, yeah. cool yeah and MLK actually when I think of economics I would I think a lot of people kind of pigeonhole MLK and his teachings into mm. just like non-violence very true very and anti-war but he did a lot of like anti-capitalism talk which of course americans would not want to talk about because that's like our thing capitalism um and malcolm x just to add um honestly i mean obviously i feel like a lot of people have read the autobiography already i would say if you had to choose one i would read the book rather than the movie only because the movie is very long and it's depressing at the which end which one the, like, wait, the one with spike lee right with denzel Washington. Yeah, yeah that one yeah. um <laughs> Obviously, if I could pick like thirty people, like I would have so many people on my list, list including Malcolm X. But of course, I have to do it for the ladies. Absolutely. This one, and again, very hard for me to just pick one person. Um, for the sake of the show and time, I will pick Zora Neale Hurston, my good good sis in my head. Um, she was an anthropologist, a folklorist, a writer. I think most people would probably know her from, like, Harlem Renaissance talk. She was friends with, like, Langston Hughes and all of those people. Um, but before Harlem, she was born down south. And most of her work, her, like, ethnographies were about black people in the south. So she really paid attention to, like, the dialect and kind of how people talked and the customs and traditions. Um, and I was an anthro major in college. So when I found out that there was, like, a black lady who was intelligent and cool and writing about like black people. I was like, Oh shit. Like, you know, it's anthropology. <laughs> I don't know if you know about anthropology. A lot of times people assume it's just like white people writing about like wild, savage cultures, but you know, so I was happy to just find Zora and her writings. Most people know her from their eyes are watching God, um, which was her novel, but it was based on like folklore. Um, and she spent some time in Haiti, Jamaica, Honduras, um, I think mostly writing about like voodoo rituals. So the reason why, one of the reasons why I love her is because she knew that black history was so important in our customs, especially for, I guess, black Americans or African-Americans, however you identify. For the longest and even now, people think that black people in America don't have a culture or that we're like lost. We may be, you know, anyway, that's a different discussion or that we have trouble finding our culture. But I loved that from the gate, from like, from a long time ago, she found importance in our culture and made sure to write it down. Um, and if you know me, that's like, I'm all for it. Um, so she would be my pick. And also I just like women who were unapologetic. Like I am, um, right, some right. of her politics, 
are a little, I wouldn't agree with all her politics, but mm. I don't agree with most people's politics. But right. if you haven't heard of her, definitely check her out. Check her writings out. Um, she's lit. Hey, so do you think as black people, because obviously I feel like the obvious answer is we should learn about her history 364 days, you know, all all, all year, right? Mm -hmm. But is there anything in particular that we should do for Black History Month? Is it like somewhere like we should make a concerted effort yeah, in learning about? I mean, I don't, I mean, honestly, I don't think there's one way to celebrate. I think year-round we should be researching and learning about our past. I would say especially for Black Americans because, again, like, People are telling us we have no culture. Luckily, in my household, I thought the opposite. Like, I knew what it was. Like, I learned about these people since I was younger, but unfortunately, it's not like that. So even today, like, mm. so, like, I date out. I date, okay, so obviously <gasps> I date black men, but I also, not just, like, black Americans. So, you know, people You date from, outside your race? What? No. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> I said, I date black men, but like, there's different, of course, black people come from all over. So, like, I do date, you know, people that may be from, I don't know, Nigeria, Ghana, or Jamaica. So, not just Americans. And some of the stuff that people have said to me, like, concerning black Americans and kind of the notion that we have no culture or little culture is just startling to me. I feel like first time somebody said that to me, I was shocked. I won't say surprised because unfortunately I know how that shit goes in like diaspora wars. But so I feel like during Black History Month, it would be cool if people just read or watched videos or learned or like we were talking about the Schomburg. You can go to the Schomburg and just learn shit. Like they had like a celebration for Langston Hughes's birthday, like just learn during Black History Month. I don't think there has to be like one event or right. And you know. I, I think that I think that's so unfortunate because for for Black people in America, you know, you're being attacked right from from I guess you know the the American system, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you know, you'll have um, like aesthetically Black people, right? People from you know the Caribbean islands or from Africa, even they're sharing in some of that oppression, like, oh, like, you know, you're, you're African-American, like, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're somehow different than us. Yeah, or we a, have no culture, yeah, which people like to exactly. say. Exactly. Like, even as a, a as a Haitian-American myself, unfortunately, some of my family subscribe mm -hmm. to, to those kinds of beliefs. And it's just like, it's just, it's disheartening, man. And, and it, it, I think, if anything, Black History Month, like, you're right, it, it should be, like, people should read a fucking book or, you know, make a concerted effort to learn certain things. Mm -hmm. But specifically for, you know, people who aren't African American. I'm talking about your Caribbean Americans or your mm -hmm. or your peop like people from Africa. But so they're African American. I know you can't say African Americans because that's confusing. So even yeah, it's confusing as fuck. But I feel like even for them, Black History Month is like super important because there's some shit that even they could learn. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's just I don't know, man. It's just And like, it sucks because the whole all of America, obviously, but I feel like the whole world benefits specifically from all black people, but from black American culture specifically. Absolutely. Like, how dare you be in America and try to say, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I got no culture. right, like we're influencing everything and everybody. And aside from just swag and hip hop and like cornrows, like in terms of inventions, like in terms of science, in terms of architecture, like STEM, like all of that, I feel mm -hmm. like has been influenced greatly by black Americans. So I think 
look, if you're out there and you're not paying attention or learning, you're doing yourself and the world a great disservice. Um, so, yeah, shout out to black people. Yeah, man. No, nah, man, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how the system, you know, it, 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 it stifles us in it and it tries to lock us in. You know who the system locked in literally? 21 motherfucking savage. Did you hear about this shit? Hold on, wait. First of all, before uh, we get into all that, was that a good transition? Like, good. I'm trying to work on my transition, y'all, because Nubia's transitions be so lit, so that I, I'm, you know, I'm making an effort. Like, was that good? Like, it was good. It was, you, you gassing it. If I said it was bad, you would have been upset. If I no, say it's not... good, you say it was good. It was good word? All right. There you go. Tap on the back, Reggie. But anyway, yes. But uh, <laughs> 20, 21 savage. Like, yo, that shit is crazy. Like, did you did you, uh, you hear about what happened to him? It was, and you know what? That's, like, one point I wanted to add, though, is, like, mm. not to go back. But mm. also during Black Absolutely. History Month, like, I, like, like, part of what keeps me going just in life is looking at people who are currently doing stuff and mm. trying to help the communities or just, like, progressing. And 21 Sa- like, before all of this happened in the last few days, I think he's made such a progression as an individual. Like, granted, I don't know him personally, obviously, but like, if you know Twenty One Savage, it's in the name. Like, his music was about like hood life, killing people, you know. And I, I did like his music. <laughs> um, but in the past few months, he's been like engaging and like, like he used to do the slut walks with Amber Rose. So he's trying to, I'm assuming, break down kind of like misogyny or misogynistic ideals of himself. He, like, does, like, an anti-bullying campaign. Mm. I think he does drives for, like, kids with, like, book bags and stuff. So it's so funny. Before all this news broke, I was like, oh, my God, 21 Savage is growing up. Like, I actually think he's our age. So he's actually, I think That's he's, crazy. like, Yeah. But- um, so, and it's funny. I was thinking, like, we should celebrate black people doing stuff now. And in my head, I was like, oh, my God, 21 Savage is, like, doing his thing and then today not today the news broke but maybe like a few days ago a few days ago but isn't it interesting the timing because as you said like 21 savage was you know when he first came out very much 21 savage right he yeah. was the you know the gangster from atlanta mm-hmm. now he's talking about shooting people and shit and then now he's you know being conscious about his music mm-hmm. well i mean his new album first of all not his new con- album, not, yeah. like kind of like some songs on the album was was relatively conscious mm-hmm. it was more you know it was a fucking fire album by the way did you hear that shit not all of it no yeah that's that shit was hard that shit was hard but yeah um but yeah you know it's interesting that you know that was his path and you could sort of see his trajectory mm-hmm. as far as where he wanted to go musically and boom you know yeah. they locked his ass up but also apparently he performed a song and mentioned specifically immigration and how exactly mm. so i mean do i think this was like a premeditated attack from ice of course like i don't Hell think because yeah. yeah, like so people were saying like he's been locked up a bunch of fucking times so you telling me just now you finding out find that out. he yeah okay so to backtrack for those who don't know what's going on because i realized we just jumped into this so a day ago or two um it came out that 21 savage was detained um by ice um and people were like I mean, I thought it was a joke because I'm like, he's from Atlanta. Like, what the, what? And people are like, no, he's actually born in the UK. So now I was like, what? So everybody's on Twitter is like joking because it's like, it's just one of the most random sentences I heard in my life. Like, 21 Savage detained because he's, he's like Originally British. I'm like, what? Like, out of all the sentences that are formed in life, I was like, what? I thought it was a joke. <laughs> like, right. But then over the past day or so, like, News reports have been coming out, and it's true. This nigga was born in the UK. So now we're all like, what? 
because like his whole shtick is about Atlanta, you know, and all of that. But um, his mother is from Dominica, I believe. Dominica. But she went, yeah. she went to the UK to have him. So then, when he was five, he moved to Atlanta. I consider that being from Atlanta, though. Like, if you moved there and you were five, I understand. But if you're, if somebody, I don't know, if somebody were to ask you where you're from and you was raised in the UK for about five years, but five though, he could barely remember that. You know what? Maybe there's some validity to that. I think. Like, it would be different if he moved to Atlanta when he was like. 17. Then I would be like, like he doesn't even have the accent. But then I'm like, wait, does he actually have a British accent? He faking this shit? But uh, that's the thing. Like, well, I mean, we we don't know how, you know, um, credible this information is, but apparently a spokesperson from ICE, therefore it's probably not that credible. But they said that apparently everything is. That his whole persona is fake. See, that I don't believe. If he moves to the hoods of Atlanta at five, he's from the hoods of Atlanta. But if that's the truth. Oh my god! That he's faking, oh and he has an accent. See, I don't. No, be that hilarious. would be fucking That'll hilarious. Be so fucking funny. Like, like there was that time where somebody said that Stevie Wonder was faking his blindness. I was oh, like, if shit. it comes out, if a day ever comes out, and we find out he can see, that will be the funniest day of my fucking life. Shit, yeah. But anyway, I mean, do I think he's faking this? No, I do. Just think it's so random. But then again, I mean, like, why would he tell us he was born in Britain? Like, you know, it's not our business. And I think Atlanta, if he did actually move there at five, that's kind of what you can remember from. Like, you're not remembering before five years old. So I guess in terms of culture and, like, environment, he's from Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I, I'm, and, I, and I feel like even my upbringing is, is kind of very similar. I mean, obviously, I wasn't born in the U.K., but, Look, you, know, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My mom told me something. But, no, like, you know, I, I'm from New York, but I'm originally from Harlem, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, I'd say I'm from Harlem, but the the majority of my life, you know, I've been has been living in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, if I if I moved to the Bronx at, like, when I was, what, 12, 13, freshman year of high school, you know, somebody asked me, where you from? Like, oh, I'm, I'm from, you know, I'm from Harlem. And they mm-hmm. say, where do you live now? Well, I'm from the Bronx. Like, wait a minute. No, if you grew up majority of your life in the Bronx, that doesn't mean you're from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Right? It's so tricky. It's like, so I can kind of understand. If you culturally identify with something mm-hmm. and that's what you rock with and where you say you want to be from, then sure. Then well, yeah. no, no, no. see, that's tricky. Not just where you want to be from and what you rock with, because that's why we have like Rachel Dolezal. Oh, that's, yeah. You can't, look, you can't just claim a hood you're not really from. You live, like, people <laughs> who move here from Wisconsin and they're like, yeah, I'm. Like, if you moved here during your adulthood, you're not from New York. Like, let's oh, cut that right, shit out. Oh, right, right. And people um, do say that. People right. Say but that. in your case, right, you're from Harlem. You know. And I would say 21 Savage is from Atlanta. But now, so the thing with this story is it's so outrageous. And I think people, whether it's fans or other rappers, entertainers, are really rallying behind 21. Yeah. So it's like every hour I'm like on social media, there's like a new angle. Like Demi Lovato tweeted. I was just about to bring that And show. was yeah. like, I mean, because there were like memes floating around, like he was writing his raps with a quill and a feather pen. Because I think we just like making fun of Britain and like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But Demi Lovato tweeted or said like, these 21 Savage memes are the funniest thing ever. So people are like, bitch weren't you on drugs you can't be making and people are going ham and it's like i do think that she was just joining the fun and like making the brit the british jokes but also being detained by ice is not fun and it's not funny and i think black people 
as a whole or on the whole fuck prison, fuck ice shit. So for a non-black person to join in, it's kind of disrespectful. Like it's like I liken it to like making fun of your siblings or like fighting your siblings. You could do it as fine, but if somebody else comes and fucks with your sister or your brother, is war. It's yeah. kind of like that. Like yeah. you don't go here. Yeah, I, I, exactly. <laughs> I, I think I think if you're not, it's people who aren't a part of the culture wanting to participate mm-hmm. in the culture. And I think in the case of Demi Lovato, because I think, like, who, who came at her? Like, Wale? And people... Little and, Boosie? Yeah, I'm little, like, damn. Yeah, people came at her. And it's like, at the end of the day, dog, like, being detained by ice isn't a laughing matter. And that's matter, scary. People right? die. And, and then my, my whole thing is, you know, I mean, Wale kind of said it, but, you know, in your time of need... Right? right, because people could sit here and say, "Oh, I was laughing at the memes regarding mm-hmm. Demi Lovato," but no, and a lot of black people actually stuck mm-hmm. up for you and said, yeah. "Dude, this is drug addiction. This is a serious, this is a serious, um, you know, thing, issue. Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't make fun of it." So the fact right. that you know that that um, consideration, if you will, isn't reciprocated. Right, you know, you got to give it a side eye a little bit. And of and, course, she was like, "Guys, what I did was wrong, but don't bring up my drug use and addiction. It is I'm very just, serious. You know, Shut up." I mean. No, like, <laughs> I'm not. Listen, I am not in the business of sort of, um, of you know, quantifying people's suffering, right? Yeah, being detained by ICE and having a drug drug addiction, both very, very terrible things. But I'm just saying, just be consistent. Again, that word consistency. Your consistency. Consistency. Be consistent across the board, because if you didn't want people, and rightfully so, people shouldn't make fun of you, you know, based on your situation with drug use. Therefore, people shouldn't really make fun of Twenty One Savage. The thing is, you jumped ICE. into this issue. Now you got. Don't write checks. With your mouth that your ass can't cash. Is that, I believe is that, is that it goes, goes like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't write checks that you can't cash? I don't know where the ass part came in. It's like, I got you. it's a longer version of it. Or <laughs> if you can't run with the big dogs, stay on the porch. <laughs> the next 10 minutes, I'm just going to keep on saying okay. different things. Wait, I, I, if you don't. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. If you can't handle the heat, <laughs> stay out the kitchen. If you can't handle the heat, stay out the motherfucking kitchen. You know what I mean? If you uh, shoot for the stars, you wait, shoot for the moon. Shoot for the moon, you land on the stars. stars you know. I'm fucking dead. But <laughs> now, the most recent thing I saw is that QP, who's the head of like um, quality control, right? So the people who he own was like, Migos, right? Cardi B. Cardi B, the City Girls. He was rallying and trying to get people to put money together to get 21 like the best immigration lawyers and all of that so see this is what black history month is about not being detained but rallying our resources and sticking up for people um i hope this all works out because again like scary shit can happen if you're detained like and people were saying they have detained people who were actual american citizens and trying to make them prove they're a citizen which i imagine would be difficult especially if they're purposely trying to keep you like Dig this people you know? died people died mm-hmm. under the conditions that ice you know which set. is crazy and you know that's fucking insane. And think about Twenty One Savage; he's a fucking millionaire, and he yeah. has the resources to sort of do all this. But if you're a regular person, right, who's not a famous rapper, you know what can you do? Yeah. So, so yeah, wishing no, him all the best. Yeah, shit is fucked up. And that's one thing I've noticed about well, maybe this year in in general. But like, there has been a lot of like rallying and a lot mm-hmm. of people actually putting their in money support. where their mouth is and supporting. So I guess, I guess, um, isn't it funny how like. The the biggest issues of our day, right? You know, immigration, um, fucking um, the prison incarceration system, right? Mm-hmm. All of these issues are being tackled by like by rappers. 
I mean, like, and I, athletes. Look, speaking I, of the Super Bowl. Fundamental immigration change is going to come because now 21 Savage is a part of it. I guarantee well, you. These are, I mean, because they're not just rap. Like, these are really important <laughs> figures in our community, especially for millennials, everybody's favorite word. Yeah. They listen to rap. And these are people, I mean, aside from being rappers, they're like, they could be your brother, your sister. True, or your, true, true. You know, but true. also athletes. Um, yeah, athletes I would say well. rappers, athletes. athletes. But well, where common does that? But, okay, but here's That's the thing. But folk. where does that leave the people you know who who devote their life to these issues? Like politicians, have, or yeah, whatever. like politicians or activists or whatever. Like, well, they do... don't have the platform. I mean, like, but even mm. them would be worse off without like social media. So all of mm. this, I believe, is amplified by social media. Mm-hmm. And I do think some people are just doing this for social media. But like, for instance, like that's kind of the pro of being a celebrity or mm-hmm. a, athlete mm-hmm. or rap you have the platform people want to see what mm-hmm. you're doing and you have the money also like activists use unfortunately usually have to like crowdsource for that money or they have to fight like four times as hard to get like a fifth of the platform that these famous people get and i honestly believe that if you have that platform you have a bigger responsibility if you're black um to help people out it's like what else would you be doing with your money? Like, stupid shit, so you might as well use it to help. Um, shout out to Colin Kaepernick, That's by the true. way. That's Super true. Bowl was yesterday. Yeah, right. Um, uh, yeah, but no, I mean... It was I, trash. I, yeah, it was. But in my my concluding thoughts is, yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, no, um, fuck ICE. Free 21. Yeah, free 21. Fuck ICE. And they were. I, I think they were... They were created under the, the the George W. Bush administration, so we already have people who um, secures the border, and they're just a, a egalitarian organization that political parties use to uh, to detain immigrants. And but that them. the government is using to further exactly um, oppress Black and Brown people. Because you know what Literally. I was thinking, like, and this is a very simple thought, but like. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, maybe not a lot, but I know a good amount of people who immigrated from Europe. I never hear them have these issues. It seems nope. so seamless. Or maybe if it's or difficult, it's not countries. as difficult as like if a black or brown or tan, I don't know, person is trying to come. Like, exactly. You never hear of issues with that. It's exactly. Like but crazy. somehow, if it's always minorities or, uh, uh, well, you know, black or brown people, somehow, you know, it's a problem. So, okay. yeah, no. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll ho- hopefully, you know, 21 Savage. Would get out soon and, and rap about his experience. And drop, on this the, next. drop another. Oh my God, Twenty One Savage hit. rapping about immigration, my nigga. I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. We're, we're all complex. I'm I mean, here for he, it. Can, he can shoot, but he could also <laughs> shoot some ideas out. Oh my God. Because I mean, yeah. we all we all in this together. So it's like whether you rap, you cook, you unemployed, like we all getting shat on. So we all gotta, we all we got. That's true. That's true. That's true. But uh, yeah, but um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's all I had to say. But you have any final thoughts? Uh, no, free twenty one. That's it. Free twenty one. But moving Period. on. Period. Um, moving on. I ain't gonna lie. I definitely don't have a um a, a fucking. What are we talking thing. about, Bow Wow? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, because he's situation. an outlier. He's always been an outlier. These past few, the outlier. past few stories. Whenever we hear about Bow Wow, it's always yeah. some random shit. And that's and, and that's the thing, right? So so well, just to sort of set the stage for you guys. So Bow Wow. Um, Shad Moss. Like, yes, yeah, Shad The Moss. artist from you know, there, there was a mugshot floating around of him w- where he looked like he got attacked by... It has, like, abrasions cat, right? on his face. Yeah, and, he looked yeah. like he got attacked by Wolverine. It was disgusting. And then, you know, um, there was another mugshot of, you know, uh, I guess his girlfriend, her name is Leslie Holden, and they were both arrested on battery charges um, after an incident at an apartment 
um, it's somewhere in, in Midtown. So, you know, it's it's crazy because whenever we talk, this case was interesting, particularly because whenever we talk about, you know, domestic abuse, it's a, it's a terrible thing. And, you know, rightfully, people, you know, always, you know, talk about, about this. He's no. about to shake the table. I'm about, yeah, I'm the table's about I'm not I'm about to throw the table over, right? So now that's abusive. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so now I just feel like people's reaction to the story hasn't been what I expected. Well, what's the especially. story? Tell us the story. I mean, no, I mean apparently they, they went to a party and there was an argument. And then, you know, after the argument, some words were said and everything. And then now, you know, from from what we understand, um, you know, the, they fought. Yeah. The, they Fought, fight is I, I hardly call it fight. Did you see? Did you see his face? Like that's what happens when you fight, though. You get fucked up. No. Yeah. What would you I, call I, it? He, yeah. He, he. I guess. But I. I don't think he fought. I. I think. Uh, really? Because from the story I read. Well, all right. Yeah. So probably. But the, the the thing is though, why are we so quick to make jokes about um you know men who who get attacked in, in domestic abuse cases but whenever you know whenever it's a a woman you know we we rightfully so you know we condemn mm-hmm. the guy and we sort of before even the whole innocent is proven guilty kind of thing we're like no fuck that i don't care what happened before right this is this is terrible and we should lock this guy up and so should, you're yeah. right now under the assumption that she started it or is uh, that what your argument yeah, is based on yeah yeah okay um Okay, so obviously we don't know what happened. But from what I'm reading, it says, According to TMZ, Leslie called the police around 4 a.m. to report Bao for assault. She claims the fight occurred when they got back from a a party. Once they were home, she claims Bao was upset about her talking to another man at the party. In the police report attained by the site, Leslie claims that Bao allegedly hit her in the head, pulled her by the hair, dragged her from her bedroom, and told her to get out. Um, Balrow reportedly acknowledged that he was upset at her for talking to another man, telling police she disrespected him by hanging all over another man's body. Um, he says when they got home, he told her to leave and place her bags by the door, I'm guessing. Um, so it doesn't say who started this, but it's, I mean. I mean, it doesn't say who started it, but if he you look pulled at- her and dragged her. So they were fighting. They were both Physically, physically oh, okay. it was. I don't. From what I read, yeah. he Bow Wow wasn't saying that she was like beating the shit out of him, and he retaliated in defense. Mm. Either way, it is horrible. But why? And, yeah, but I guess the, the the greater point is like, why do we we laugh at uh, like what, what like people were laughing at Bow Wow? Like why why were we laughing at him? You know what I mean? I'm not sure. I didn't see that post. You like people oh, were you people were memes. saying you didn't like see the memes on Twitter. I know you Bow Wow memes. On no, yes, I've been seeing Twenty One Savage memes. So you haven't seen the Bow Wow memes like where people just like you know no. laughing at him saying wow you know Shad Moss looked like he got his ass whooped. I, I mean he did look like he got his ass whooped. What were the memes like? No, it was just, well. Uh, well, okay. So I I followed the shade room, and you know a, a lot of the comments, and I read. I think I read about two hundred comments. A lot of the comments <laughs> under the shade room is I oh, know I have no fucking life. Um, where you know people saying, oh, you know, look look at this guy, like you know he he got his he got his ass kicked. They they were laughing at that, and then I remember right. one woman said, oh, if a man gets beat by a woman, that he's not like a real man. Just a whole bunch of just weird yeah, so shit. That's shady. A whole bunch of just weird shit that's just generally very very toxic, and it's just. 
unfortunate because I do. So you're think wondering the why role, the double standard? Yeah, why the double standard? Because if the roles were reversed and you know the, the same scars and cuts on Bow Wow, you know you would have put on his girlfriend. On his face, girlfriend who also got hit. We'd yeah. kill him, rightfully so. He should be killed. Yeah, metaphorically, not physically. I don't know. That's not my cup of tea. <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying? We'd kill him. So like, what's up? I get what you're saying. Um, in this case, they both leave. They both fought each. Again, we don't know what happened. We don't. Yeah, and I, I, you're right. We and I feel so. like because if they both fought each other, she definitely finished the fight. I, but we didn't see her. Like I don't know. Like I don't yeah, know. She, it's messy. I do really believe that I'm dead. She looked great. She got no scars. <laughs> oh, I man. do believe that when men are abused domestically, they do kind of get the oh, it's all right. You'll be all right. Fuck that. Like mm. you know. Um. But again. <sighs> I don't think this is another thing I'm not consistent on. Like, I'm not going to say you should never hit anybody. Like in my life personally, Absolutely. there are multiple times I've fought people and I have fought a guy, <laughs> fought a guy before. You fought a guy before, really? Um, oh, so it's kind of like, it depends on context, but in general, I feel like if you're in a relation, like if you actually love someone and y'all are building something, like I could not fathom at this big age of 26 to be fighting like a nigga that I'm with. Like, I would never think that was okay, no matter what. Like, even if we get into a heated argument, like, I wouldn't want to be with somebody where he would feel it's okay to put his hands on me or I would do the reverse. Because I know some women think that women can get away with hitting men. I don't think it's okay, obviously, mm-hmm. unless it's, like, defense. Right. Like, right. like this whole idea of, uh, this whole idea of a person saying, oh, you should hit like you shouldn't hit her because she's a woman i'm just like no how about you shouldn't hit anybody because they're a human being like you know chris yeah. rock said it to self like nobody is above an ass woman right like yeah. you you know I, i'm not gonna I, i'm gonna respect your space because you are a human being you have agency right now once that space is violated now if i can within my power try to de-escalate yeah, the, the, the situation thing with that with men I mean? though then, yeah. it's like but what's I interesting just feel like is we shouldn't that be, we shouldn't be hitting each other I feel like the thing with no, it's okay. I think the thing with men that's interesting is that whenever women are like, we want equality, we want to be treated as equals, some of the first thing men say is, okay, so I should be able to slap you or punch. And it's like, why is that the first thing y'all go to? Like, when I'm talking about equality, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, those guys are trash. Niggas niggas ain't talking about being able to, having the option to punch you like you would punch a man. That's not not a fucking equality kind of thing. Yeah, that's whack. That's bull. Bull. Sorry. Yeah. I think. I don't think anyone should be. See, I don't want to say this because I do think sometimes people need their ass whooped. I'm not going to say people should not be hit. If you don't want to be hit, keep your hands to yourself. Again, okay. we don't know what the fuck happened, but right. it looks like they were both out. Of, like they were both just going at it. Um, so it sounds. But like- usually, the person with the scars is the one who usually gets the sympathy. But I think because it's Bow Wow. Also, another facet of this is that Bow Wow has been getting clowned consistently for years. So Bow Wow is one of those figures in hip hop. Is he's just been getting clowned and taking L's? Like I feel like it would be different if it was like, um, who's somebody who's like seen as like cool and not like a cornball? Drake. <laughs> no, because he's seen as like a like a a softy. Right. Um, Elba. Okay, so if Idris Elba was shown with, like, scars, I feel like the women would be way, way more, oh, my God, like, mm. his girlfriend beat him. Oh, my God, I can't oh, believe. So the of the As opposed to Bow Wow, you know, not okay. not excusing the people, but 
Like Soldier Boy. Like people saw him as a clown. So when he brought his products, people were like, oh, Soldier Boy, you know? So, so I mean, it sounds like we agree that it sounds like, so it sounds like you recognize that there is a double standard, at least when it comes to just not domestic abuse as in as far as like cases and shit like that. But, you know, at, at face value, mm-hmm. if a guy was to get beat up by a girl, right. um, there's a double standard when it comes to shit like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. See, that's awesome because I feel like people don't agree with that. Well, no one's going to agree with everything, but also women are historically yeah, not, always yeah, but, the but not, but not, ones but, getting beat but up. But I feel like... So uh, I feel like people take that and like... Yeah, yeah, but not agreeing with that, I, I think it's sort of, it, it doesn't, like, it, it makes your, how can I say this? Uh, it, it makes your, I guess, our arguments against domestic abuse kind of invalid if you're not able to look at this across the board i also you know think I mean? you want me to disagree with certain things because you want no i don't to want, try to no what do you mean no, yeah, you, you're like oh that. you do agree like good no, okay i'm just yeah, whatever that's that's not true i don't know i just i just you always like, want to disagree no that's not true you do anyway um but yeah but uh but yeah um I, I, yeah so i mean this story is crazy and i guess my final thoughts would be um bow wow uh, but I don't know. I I hope I hope you get better. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I hope they just stop fucking fighting yeah. or don't Damn, be with so someone. Weird. I don't know. Do some work on yourself because I don't believe you should be fighting. Like you shouldn't be fighting all the time in general, but yeah. to be fighting like the person Physically you're with, fighting, yeah, dog. That's that like a lot. It's a toxic relationship. That's and you're, and you're a lot. That. How do you think their Valentine's Day is gonna be? I don't. Well, is this is this one of the girls he has a kid with also? Because it's like, what are you doing? Like, what, what is going on? Shit, yo, I, I have no idea. So Their Valentine's idea. Day is. I mean, I, the way the world works, or the way love and relationships work, they may just have a great fucking Valentine's Day and act like this didn't happen. You never know. Have a great Valentine's Day, post that shit on the gram. Right. People be like, oh my god, like black love, and black then love and then and then yeah, but um, dead. Yeah, but uh, moving on. Speaking of Valentine's Day, that was another great fucking transition. I'm on a roll today. Um, okay. Yeah, but Valentine's Day is coming up, guys. <laughs> so I know a lot of y'all. <laughs> you know, yo, I read, I, I read it. It was the funniest tweet ever. This this lady, she tweeted, "Um, this Valentine's Day is looking real masturbatish." Facts. <laughs> like, That's mad funny <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> It's facts, though. I mean, yeah, like you know. So, so I, I guess uh, to, to start it off, like you know, Valentine's Day, you know, is that holiday where you all gotta fall in love and all that shit, and go on dates and Post shit. Post like, your I, roses, your bouquet of roses, all your teddy that bears. shit, all that shit. Are you doing anything? Um, well, is that a is that a personal question? Are you doing anything for Valentine's Day? Imagine I was like, well, you know, I rented a hotel for this guy. No, <laughs> um, so I'll start by prefacing and saying mm-hmm. that I've never actually had a a very social media-esque Valentine's. Like, I've never actually done anything purposely for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. That's just how life worked. Like, I was in a relationship for a very long time, but it was kind of long distance, and I was young, so I was, wasn't was trying to spend money. Um, so, I don't know. Like, the best Valentine's Day is when I was younger. My mother would buy me and my sister these jumbo-sized Hershey's Kisses, and I really like chocolate. So that was, like, the highlight of my day. And then the next day, February 15th, CVS has the chocolate 50% off. So that's what I was ex- excited for because I love chocolate. Um, So back to currently. Me and my friends, some of my really good friends, are going to go out for dinner and drinks and just um hang out. Like, I... You and your friends of, uh, of females? 
No, it's um, me. Look, Ashley. Look, <laughs> shout out to Ashley. <laughs> me and my very, very good friends who love each other. So we're just gonna hang out and um, have a good time. I, but I mean, despite not having ever like an official Valentine's Day, so to speak, I love Valentine's Day. Um, probably because of the chocolate, but I don't know. It's just like I like the mushy stuff. Like I'm just watching people you know act happy and i like the candy and dressing up even if mm. it's just for yourself I, so. you. I hate it i hate all of it because okay. <laughs> you're the one that gotta pay for everything <laughs> i hate it i hate it so much it, it, it's so weird because i i, I find myself even you know uh, shit like you know those kinds of holidays i'm just like oh it's a drag because you're right it's you performative pay it's very, it, it is very performative and it's just like oh it's just i, I don't feel like it's a waste of time yeah. but yeah but it, it, exactly so while i try to like you know i'm that kind of guy where i try to put that stuff off and try to avoid it somehow always you oh. know valentine's day <laughs> just finds its finds its way to me yep, but, every year naturally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so uh, yeah, so I guess we're getting a bit extravagant. But I'm, we're heading to Jamaica for, mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. Look so at that's that. be... Mister. I try to avoid it. <laughs> Ends up on a trip. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I feel like Valentine Valentine's Day to me was always just about you know the like, woman. I, <laughs> yeah, the woman. But I, I used to, you know, I, I, used, I got my mom, I, like I got my mom a rose for Valentine's Aww. Day. Like it was never, like Valentine's Day was never like this thing. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta, you know, perform and and, and do yeah. great shit. I feel like that that sort of started happening as I started getting older and yeah. getting into more people expect and certain stuff. things. Exactly, and, and that's the thing I hate about Valentine's Day. Yeah, is the fucking expectation. It's like. Why is it that an arbitrary day, right? That mm-hmm. that people made up so fucking companies could make a lot of money. Yeah, but everything is made day. up. You could argue that for yeah, but I'm like yeah. But you but arguing because niggas are the one that pay, so right, yeah, I don't like it. Right, right. But it's, but you know, there's a the day thing. where it's the reverse. Like there's when? a day when women are supposed to be the ones to. Um, I can't remember. The when day. is that? Well, and the, even in I, I, I want to say Japan, it's like the opposite. It's like either the day after, but the woman is the one who has to do everything. Glad I don't live there. Mm-hmm. But but, but that's the thing, though. But that's the thing. It's just so it, it's so fucking like just just whacking the expectations with Valentine's yeah. Day. It's like you I, have to. Yeah. And then and the fucked up thing is like I've seen like relationships implode because of Valentine's oh, Day. Like, well, you know, I do think <laughs> if you're with me or with someone, put in some type of fucking effort. Like don't. Be like, no, nah, fu- nah, baby, every day is Valentine's Day. <laughs> Nigga, but no, it's eff- not. But effort <laughs> is different for different people. So, like, a- a- effort is, you know, if I okay. if, if I make something for you or if I do something for you, right? right? You know, effort could be something for another person. So, I guess that's a point. You know, and that's Look, the ladies, make Valentine's sure you're with somebody who can give you the Valentine's Day you want so you're not surprised when February 14th comes. So, I guess when... I, my question for you is, uh, being that, you know, you're, you're in the dating space and stuff like this, <laughs> when is... For like for Valentine's Day, right? Like if like, I met someone last week, do yeah. I expect him to take what is, me out? Yeah, what is the see? It can be kind of awkward. So like, you know, I'm like dating, and it's like while I'm not expecting the guy to do anything for me, because I do feel like for me Valentine's Day is like an official type of thing. Like if we're just dating, it would be nice if you did something, but also I'm not expecting it. If you're my boyfriend. We like I would like to go out and just like hang so out. So if a nigga gave you a card, like, Happy Valentine's Day card and a rose, like as my chocolate. boyfriend, yeah, that's that's good. Chocolate, a rose, a date, like you know, Shut up, like yeah. I don't want any like 
like just put in effort but also mm. effort to me is like if i am okay if i have said you were my boyfriend we've been dating for at least a few months right mm -hmm. and you know i like to eat i like chocolate i like going out and dressing up occasionally so you should say wow nubia has worked so hard you know she's in school you know she's being a bad bitch and a scholar simultaneously she works so hard let me show her i appreciate her don't take me to like bbqs chick-fil-a Chick like, Chick -fil i love chick-fil-a and you know i also love bbqs mm. but that's like a year-round thing like okay. just dress it up make it real for me and i mean also in a relationship i would hope it's like reciprocal so it does suck for some men if they're in a relationship men or women and you're in a relationship with someone who does nothing and expects you to do everything but right. if you're in a normal healthy relationship i don't think there's an issue with celebrating valentine's day yeah and i think that's the problem um i don't know just for me it's always been like i've always been you know the one you know right. put, but you also have to man like on both sides, expectations have to be managed. Like, if you know someone's on a certain budget or is naturally frugal or naturally mm -hmm. cheap, don't expect on February 14th, like, a big, like, show. Like, you knew what it was when you signed up. But also, you got to establish boundaries. So, like, fellas, if y'all want to complain about you don't want to spend all this money, I feel like... You should have that conversation before, before like February thirteenth, the day mm, before. Mm. So if she's like, "Wow, I thought you were gonna do this," and my friend's man did this, you gotta be upfront. If you know you're not the type to spend that much money, yeah. she should have known this from jump. Like it shouldn't be a big shock or surprise. Or there's some men like, "I just don't like Valentine's Day. I just think it's too showy." She should have known that so that she's not ready to dump you. Right, right. But e even like even as the guy, I, I just feel like with, with Valentine's Day, I, I don't like. Wait, what are some things women do for their, for their man on Valentine's Day? Right? Like I've gotten the oh, you know, like the lingerie mm -hmm. and all that shit. And I'm just like, what do you want? What would you want? Like a like but that's a watch, like, like clothes, I, a trip? No, like, but I, I don't think I would want like if I would want something, like <laughs> I would I would want uh, somebody to do something for me that's like hyper specific to me, right? So, like a like, video game, like... yeah, maybe something like that. But like you know, like the 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 random, like the you know the, the stereotypical shit that people do, like the the whole lingerie shit. Like, bro, like I have sex with you every I'm day. Dead. What the fuck am I about to have sex with you with like a, a different outfit on? Get the fuck out of here! Well, like, yeah, I don't care spice about that it shit. up a little bit. But I mean, also, really, I feel like it's, it's up to you. Anyway. <laughs> it's it's up to anyway. you as a couple to like. <laughs> See, honestly, I think a lot of issues with relationships are from expectations and communication. Like, you should know what your partner is into and what your partner cannot buy or cannot give you. Because, like, for some people, it may not be about, like, a physical gift, but maybe, like, I don't know, you clean for them. I don't know, you yeah. cook. Yeah. You, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I, my, my aversion to Valentine's Day, I mean, as we were talking about before, it, it just comes from, you know, me thinking that it is very performative, so it's kind of fake. But if I were to, like, like as I was saying, if it's something, like, hyper-specific to me, let's say if it's, like, a video game or something, I think that would get me a bit more excited as opposed to, like, you know, flowers or the little heart candies or and shit. You know what I mean? I mean, that would if I was a heterosexual guy, I also would hate Valentine's Day. You're the one doing all the fucking work. That's true. But man. since I don't, since the pressure is not on me. Yeah. So let's talk about equality then. It's if great. That's the case, let's let's talk like about it. equality then. Look, so worst case scenario, <laughs> I don't know. Like I just, just do you and Valentine's Day. Worst case scenario, you go to CVS the next day and get yourself some chocolate half off. 
you know. <laughs> right. And also shout out to the women, you know, to, to y'all who, who are being very, very, um, let's see, having incredible standards throughout the whole year. And now you're single on Valentine's Day. That's, what? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited what? to for your experiences. In fact, I'm, I'm putting out a challenge. <laughs> no, just a random woman in general. I'm putting out a challenge. Like if you were single for this Valentine's Day, challenge. hit us up. Hit us up on the uh, on the podcast Instagram. We'd love to just hear your story. I you know, What do you mean? You, like they get broken up? No, like let's With say before, right like, before. No, not broken up right before, but they just let's say you know they whenever a guy tried to talk to him, they're like it'll get away from me. What you like, mean, ladies, keep that shit up. If he's not up to your standards, you single on that. So what? There's day. nothing wrong with being single. See, this there's is nothing there's nothing wrong with being right. single, and there are people in relationships who wish they were fucking single on Valentine's Day, ladies. Oh, Don't shit. force yourself. What we're not gonna do is try to help. <laughs> look. If you want to be single, look. I'm having a great time as a single woman. Okay. <laughs> With or without the gifts, fuck, I can buy that shit myself. But I'd rather ladies be single until they're with somebody who does not complain about buying them shit Mm. on Valentine's Day than be with somebody who don't rush into anything. Look, this is turning into a self-help episode. (laughs) Right, right. Um, yeah. yeah, don't be down if you don't have any plans on Valentine's Day. It, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it is just another day. And again. It will pass. It'll be March. It'll be Women's History Month. April, mm. April Food. You know, we got other holidays or whatever. So, right, right, right. and stay off social media if you if you can't take it because <laughs> exactly. it's about to be crazy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that's that's, that's all that's I got. All I so, got to say. yeah, but uh, again, um, you know, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, we're, we're having conversations as far as you know when we're 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 going to drop our episodes and like the frequency of how much we're recording so you know we're we're still ironing all of those those things out um we'll we'll definitely keep you guys updated and um i think this is this is our ninth episode yes so the 10th episode we actually have something that's like super special for you guys it's gonna be big it's gonna be bold you know we cannot wait to show <laughs> you guys yeah you know, I'll, I'll be doing that he's hyping so, it up look it's not gonna be that lit it's, it's gonna be what it's gonna be super lit bold it's gonna be bold as fuck it's gonna be bold as you're making fuck. it they're gonna be expecting us naked like what? no big and bold like <laughs> What we're doing is very lit, but it's, don't Wait, expect naked. anything crazy. Because the way you're you hyping it that? up, because you're making it seem like we like popping up like on tricycles, juggling like. Listen, I think what we're gonna do is big and bold and awesome. Yeah, so. I think it's just the next <laughs> natural step in our progression as a podcast. Right, right, right. Um, so until then, definitely check out our other episodes. Um, cause we have a good amount at this point. We're on yeah, our ninth episode. Yeah, we got, we got, we on our ninth episode. Um, Check us out on SoundCloud and definitely, iTunes, please. Um, SoundCloud, iTunes, Twitter, hit us up, leave us reviews, let us know how you feel. I love reposting, um, like people's reactions to it on our IG story. So yeah, just keep on engaging and we will keep on breaking you good, um, episodes, hopefully. Um, we love you all. Thanks for the support. Right, right. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Black History Month. It's lit. All right. Love you guys. Bye-bye.